Welcome to today's brief intelligence session. The topic of this brief session is hackable humans. The subject matter of hackable humans was discussed at the World Economic Forum a few days ago. At the meeting, they discussed how we can decode faces inside of your mind. We can decipher your PIN number as you think about it. If you thought freedom of speech was worth preserving, next comes the freedom of thought. Thanks to artificial intelligence and the Internet of Bodies ecosystem, decoding the human brain is already well underway. According to a World Economic Forum presentation, five years after historian Yuval Noah Harari told the World Economic Forum that humans were hackable and that organisms were algorithms, Harari's insights have been fully realized. Thursday's World Economic Forum annual meeting 2023 session discussed the topic and the title of it was Are You Ready for Brain Transparency? Ready for Brain Transparency opened with a short video showing a dystopian scenario where employees' brainwaves were not only decoded to determine their performance in the workplace, but also to determine whether they participated in illegal activity. While the scenario in the video below is fictional, the technological framework is already in place. They said, we can pick up and decode faces that you're seeing in your mind, simple shapes, numbers, your PIN number to your bank account. These things were stated by Nita Farahani at the World Economic Forum, 2023. They also went on to say, artificial intelligence has enabled advances in decoding brain activity in ways we never before thought possible. In her presentation at Davos on Thursday, Nita Farahani from Duke University explained that the technology to decode brainwaves already existed and was currently being rolled out in some use cases. She said, what you think, what you feel, it's all just data. Data that in large patterns can be decoded using artificial intelligence. She went on to say that the devices to decode the human brain do not have to be as invasive as a brain implant. Of course, we've discussed on this show many times before the usage of functional magnetic resonance imaging in which your brain can be scanned as you walk through an airport like it's already being done in particular places, for example, Singapore. She said the devices can be as non-invasive as a Fitbit for your brain. We're not talking about implanted devices of the future. I'm talking about wearable devices that are like Fitbits for your brain, said Nita Farahani. We can pick up your emotional states, like are you happy or sad or angry? These are headbands, hats that have sensors that can pick up your brainwave activity 
earbuds, headphones, tiny tattoos that you can wear behind your ear. We can pick up emotional states like if you're happy, sad, or angry. Surveillance of the human brain has a dystopian possibility of being used to exploit and bring to the surface our most secret self. Farahani would go on to say that while decoding the human brain had its benefits, it could also be used for very nefarious purposes. She also said surveillance of the human brain can be powerful, helpful, useful. It can transform the workplace. It can make our lives better, she said, adding it also has a dystopian possibility of being used to exploit or bring to the surface our most secret self. It threatens fundamentally what our own self-identity is in some ways and threatens to become a tool of oppression. Mr. Noah Yaval Harari, one of the top advisors at the World Economic Forum, atheist, historian, highly esteemed academic, he states, we are no longer mysterious souls. We are now hackable animals. He's also the same guy who said that the existence of Yeshua, Hamashiach, his death, burial, and resurrection, he said, this is all fake news. Might I add, he's also considered to be a Jew, which really means nothing. But it's kind of oxymoronic for a Jew to be an atheist, don't you think? But anyway, nevertheless, we'll move on. Because we already know that the term the appellation, the epithet Jew, has no bearing on Yehuda or the people of Yehuda, the patriarch, the descendants of Yehuda. Neither does it speak in detail about Judea or Yehuda, the country, the kingdom. Today is just a loose ignorant term being thrown around that people don't understand what its origin, what its etymology, and what its accurate meaning truly is. But anyway, Noah Yuval Harari is a Jew who believes that Yeshua, whom the world calls Jesus, is fake news. According to Harari, to hack human beings, you need a lot of biological knowledge, a lot of computing power, and especially a lot of data. Hmm, sounds like what the prophet Daniel prophesied in Daniel chapter 2. And also in Daniel chapter 12, where the prophet Daniel specifically speaks about an explosion of knowledge in the Akarit Hayamin in the last days. Harari goes on to say, if you have enough data about me and enough computing power and biological knowledge, you can hack my body, my brain, even my life. 
you can reach a point where you know me better than I know myself. Just imagine in North Korea in 20 years, where everybody has to wear a biometric bracelet, which constantly monitors your brain activity 24 hours a day. You listen to a speech on the radio by the great leader, and they know exactly what you're feeling. You can clap your hands and smile, but if you're truly angry, they will know it. And by tomorrow morning, you'll be in the gulag. Now, Mr. Harari also goes on to say, and if we allow the emergence of such total surveillance regimes, don't think that the rich and powerful in places like Davos will be safe, he added. Biological knowledge multiplied by computing power multiplied by data equals the ability to hack humans. This is a statement that was said by Noah Yaval Harari when he spoke about an equation that could demonstrate the processes and the mechanisms needed to decode and hack the human animal, as he states, as he calls it. It says, the historian even came up with a dangerous formula for hacking human beings which he believes might be the defining equation of life in the 21st century. The equation is, and let me change the wording here, B multiplied by C multiplied by D equals A H H, which means biological knowledge multiplied by computing power multiplied by data equals the ability to hack humans. He goes on to say, the power to hack human beings can of course be used for good purposes. But if this power falls into the hands of a 21st century Stalin, the result will be the worst totalitarian regime in human history. And we already have a number of applicants for the job of the 21st century Stalin. The internet of bodies might trigger breakthroughs in medical knowledge, or it might enable a surveillance state of unprecedented intrusion and consequence. This statement was made by the Rand Corporation. And I 100% wholeheartedly agree. The Internet of Bodies is an ecosystem of wearable, attachable, implantable, or even consumable devices that can connect the human body to the Internet, much like the Internet of Things, which we call the IoT except this time it's for people. So the Rand Corporation has set forth their concerns. Additionally, increased Internet of Bodies adoption might also increase global geopolitical risks because surveillance states can use the Internet of Bodies data to enforce authoritarian regimes. The Internet of Bodies is emerging from the so-called fourth industrial revolution, which the World Economic founder Klaus Schwab says will lead to the fusion of our physical, biological, and digital identities, hence transhumanism.
The World Economic Forum is fully behind widespread adoption of the IOB, the Internet of Bodies, despite recognizing the enormous ethical concerns that come with having an unprecedented number of sensors attached to, implanted within, or ingested into human bodies to monitor, to analyze, and even modify human bodies and behavior. And we'll break this down further later on in the week. But we go on. After the Internet of Things, which transformed the way we live, travel, and work by connecting everyday objects to the Internet, it's now time for the Internet of Bodies, wrote Xiao Liu, fellow at the World Economic Forum's Center for the Fourth Industrial Revolution. This means collecting our physical data via devices that can be implanted, swallowed, or simply worn, generating huge amounts of health-related information. In closing, let me say this statement again. Surveillance of the human brain threatens fundamentally what our own self-identity is in some ways and threatens to become a tool of oppression. However, they will continue to work vehemently on creating such a tool. This concludes today's brief intelligence session. Until next time, Shalom Aleichem.